back to the Forever Young Podcast, a Chinese medicine podcast hosted by Chinese medicine graduates. We release episodes every week on a Thursday. If you're new here, feel free to subscribe or follow us to keep up to date with our uploads. I'm Brendan, and I'm joined by my three other co-hosts. We got Charlene. Hello. Nick. Hey guys, what's going on? Tim. Hey yo. Oh wait, sorry, I'm gonna say and Tim, so they made it sound like that. I, I forgot I introduced myself. Anyway, yeah. And Brendan. And me and again, Brendan. twice. <laughs> Oh man, hasn't it been a week, eh? It's only Wednesday, you know. Has it been a week? We had a long weekend. We did. How was so your long weekend? It hasn't even been a week. I know. Feels it feels like a while. Um, yeah. How was yeah. your weekend? Yeah. I honestly, I just didn't do much. I just worked, and then the the Monday, like everyone was so happy about the the fact that they got a day off. But yeah, but like I just didn't do anything. I stayed in bed, watched Netflix. Uh, started Altered Carbon, finished that within the past like three days. Wow. Um, yeah. How, how, how many episodes is it? Oh, it's like eight, but they're all like 45 to 50 minutes long. Yeah, it's a mood. It's a mood. Yeah, that's a thing. By the way, what's, what's the deal with this whole toilet paper situation going on? How, how are you guys dealing with that right now? We're down to three rolls. Three oh, rolls. No. Yeah, three rolls. Damn. Send up to Charlene. She's on to three rolls. We know somebody that works at the local Woolworths, so we um, we got some. <laughs> you cheeky! You guys got an inside man. For the you have a toilet. You, you know have what a they say. Paper plug. You know what they say. It's not who you know. No, it's not what you know. It's who you know. <laughs> it's not who you know. <laughs> no, I I got sidetracked by your toilet paper plug, and my brain went elsewhere. <laughs> uh, Did you no. guys see? There was um advertisements for sushi sushi. For it's it's like called a roll for a roll where you can trade in <laughs> a toilet roll for a sushi that's a roll. Idea. That's how that's how that's smart advertising. Fun. Smart advertising. No, but what are they going to do? Resell the maybe toilet paper? To like, the do they need toilet? Like paper maybe they bad? need it. Like people in maybe. need donate it. Okay. No, I was like, no, uh, uh. Nah, the shopping centers, the shopping centers don't use like the premium stuff. They use the whole definitely not the one ply, that one ply, the the single ply beige papers. You you know what I'm talking about? (laughs) Probably recycled, nasty. Yeah, a guy. guy (laughs) (laughs) guy It's already down to the survival method. It's like leaves. Paper, anything will do at this point. <laughs> that one ply toilet paper that you find in shopping centers, anything. Uh, no, a guy in Melbourne Central, the janitor, I was, I was there late, and the the janitor was like, "Hey, you want some toilet paper?" And like he pulled out one of like half finished the the crappy. <laughs> he pulled out some half finished toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. <somehow. laughs> It's like already been used. It's like, it's yeah, it used you can just white. use the other side. <laughs> <laughs> just fold it in half. You'll be right. You'll be right. Don't <laughs> worry. Yeah, he offered me. And I was, I was like, uh, nah, I'm good. He's like, it's pretty hard to come by. And I'm like, hey, just sell it. Don't worry. Just sell it. It'll be fine. <laughs> this is very nice of him, though. Oh, no, it was actually pretty nice. I would have taken it. If I, if I reckon if I, um, if I lived alone and the struggle was real then probably struggle is real dude the struggle is the struggle <laughs> did be real but uh, luckily we got that toilet paper luckily that's it yeah so any other exciting stuff happened on the weekend guys before we get into our episode uh, Tom, I cycled to Chelsea Beach 43 oh. k's Ooh. how many uh, 43 k's total 
there and wow. back. Wow. Yeah, it took us like three hours. Yeah. It, it just and then you were like, the... So you, you got all the way to the beach and you're like, oh, that's the beach. Time to ride back. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. No, we went, we went there. I want to, to be Coles. stuck in Chelsea after after dark. <laughs> yeah, it was. We've we've ridden there at like seven o'clock, and it and it's taken us like two hours to ride there. So like by the time we ride back, it's like pitch black. Like, oh, you rode there at seven o'clock at night. No, this is another time that we rode there. Oh, oh, right, 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 right. It was like seven, like past eight thirty. Everything is pitch black. And you just have to like yell into the distance, "We're coming through!" Just so you don't hit anyone. Jesus. Jeez. Yeah. So, like, since oh, have you got something else to say? B? No, 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 no. Oh no, 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 no. Segway, segway away. I was going to say. Away. So, since China, Tom, have you made um, bike riding a habit? Nope. Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. Because we did talk a lot about um, riding bikes and stuff, because mm. you know we. I learned how to ride a bike. Woo-hoo. Yeah, and, um, good shit. Because I've, I've now? don't know. I haven't tried. I haven't tried since that night. Um, uh, remember when you all got, all you guys went to that um, to that nightclub thing with the translators? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I rode the bike. I rode my bike home, drunk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> haven't ridden since then. <laughs> oh, no, maybe, was, maybe we'll have to get drunk to like bring back the memories. I don't know. That was rough. Riding was down that massive hill. <laughs> I knew which that was like the last yeah. thing I remember. I is, that like, the right, oh, is that the one right yeah. outside our house? Yeah, yeah. The, oh. the one, yeah. Like you come around the corner and you had like that massive hill. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I got like most of the way down. And I was like, no, nah, um, I'm going to die. <laughs> <I'm> a <laughs> I was doing it all right, but I was all over the shop. Like it was like, yeah, one o'clock in the morning or whatever. Well, it was. I mean, the, like, like the China nope. bike breaks were like uh, I, I wouldn't. Uh, it wasn't, my life uh, on it wasn't one of the good ones either. Oh, so God. it was it was an experience. But I've been thinking about riding my bike to work and stuff because I work really close in my clinic where I uh, do acupuncture is really close to home. So I was thinking about doing it, but haven't. That's a good idea. It's a good idea. Yeah, I've already wanted to get into road bikes, uh, the thin tire ones. Uh, yeah, that's the one I'm riding with like, now. With like the ram, I, I I don't know how else to explain. Yeah, it, no, no, no. Like I, I know what you're talking about. The little ram handles, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, with the ram handles. Yeah, I, I really. Tom, would you like look to. like a, you don't know what I'm talking about. I think they're called bull handles, but all right. The ones are like they, they look like, like a that. ram. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. They yeah. look like ram horns. Yeah, yeah. I've really wanted to try that because I think I rid- I I used to cycle a little bit when I was in high school. And they're called bull horns, bull horn handlebars. Bullhorn, all right, mate. whatever. Like, nah, that, <laughs> I've never seen a bull with that shaped of horns. All right. No, wait, no. It points. Wait, does it point outward or does it point inward? No, it's like it's like points it's, inwards. Yeah, it's like. Oh inwards. right, yeah. No, that's that's totally different. My bad. A bull, oh, I think. Oh no, no, no. Usually they have. I think don't they have bull horns and that little ram thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, they can have both. They, they yeah, they like it can go have. outside or it can go inside. Yes. Yeah, or something like that. I want to. But I anyways, yeah. Hey. This, this podcast <laughs> is about um, talking about bad habits and good habits, and uh, why we form them. A little bit about that, and then a little bit about the Chinese med side on habits and how to break bad habits and replace them with good habits and stuff. So, um, hence why we we're talking about riding bikes, because um, riding bikes is a good habit to get into. And, you know, it comes with the habit of exercise and stuff like that. So, 
Yeah, that's what this podcast is going to be about. We usually started our day in China by riding our bike to the hospital, so it was a good it was a good way to get the Not blood me. moving. Oh well, yeah, me and Tim because we lived a, a little bit away. Um, we would make a, make a habit to ride our bike to the hospital, so then the blood can be pumping. And by the time we get to the hospital, you know our brains are fully by the nourished. time by the time you get to the hospital, you've sweated out all your all your bodily fluids because it was that hot. <laughs> Yeah, you just pretty much. You just decided the, the day was done there, and you cycled on home. <laughs> <laughs> all the electrolytes are gone. They just just gone. Yeah, that was pretty much it. Yeah, that's about right. Uh, let's let's start with uh, defining what's a habit. Yeah, what is a habit? Do we do we have a definition? What is the the Oxford definition of a habit? The Oxford definition. I actually. I'll only know. accept Oxford. Only Oxford. Only, only Oxford. Oh, no, oh. don't, don't give me nothing else. <laughs> we've, we've all started to we've all started typing off Oxford definitions of habits on no, Google. I've right been refraining. Now. I was gonna I was gonna look it up on my on, on my computer, but if you can hear my keyboard, it's like it's like so damn loud. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Um, um, so anyone got a definition of habits? I we probably do. all have it up. The Oxford definition of the habits. Uh, go on. All right, Tom. A thing that you do often and almost without thinking, especially something that is hard. To stop doing. What? Would you say that a habit is something that you do, um, that like that you do, and you put your body on, sorry, your mind on autopilot? Would you define that as a habit? Yeah, it definitely can be. Um, it's it's something that you just don't always think about. Um, and that's that's probably where the phrase of uh, bad habits die hard come from. You know, it's it's something you you're not thinking of. Um. I have this really bad habit of biting the inside of my lip when I'm concentrating oh. really hard. Uh, yeah. And also yeah. when I'm playing like video games, stuff like that, especially like really intense stuff, shooting games mainly, shooting <laughs> games and racing games, I will That's bite intense. the inside of my lip and, you know, it will, it will cause like not an ulcer, but that little sore. And then I will continually bite, at it, bite away at it because I'm continually playing with it and stuff. And that's just a bad habit that I've picked up. Um, yeah. yeah so. Mario Kart really, really get that serious, eh? Yeah, and you know. <laughs> when, when, you, when you choose that tone. Anyway. <laughs> Wait, you mentioned before that there, like, there's good habits and there's bad habits. How, do you, how would you say that something is a good habit for you or it's a bad habit? Like, how do you define between that good and bad? I think it depends on what what you gain or what you sort of lose out of it, you know, is yeah. my thought. Yeah. Is, you know, that that's normally how I go for good and bad things. <laughs> yeah. I mean, fair. I think, I, I think also that I've something I've been looking into lately is a bad habit that feeds a thought or a, or an idea that is negative. So like, let's say for example, a habit is when you feel sad, you go towards, I don't know, X substance or A substance. Like, um, I feel like if you f- feed into that heart, the idea that you're not really worth anything else, this is a very, this is, we dived straight in straight away. I'm so sorry, but, um, no, we like, we like the hard stuff. Yeah. <laughs> we like the hard stuff. All right. That's, mm-hmm. that's a little bit too relevant to what I'm saying, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So if you're, if you feed in, if one of the ha- bad, ha- bad habits I can think about is like, um, yeah, if you, feel a certain type of way about a, a bad way um and it let's say you feel sad then um a bad habit is going towards alcohol or something like that 
I feel like that's that that feeds an idea of uh, your essentially depend you're making your brain depend on something, and I, f- I feel like it's no. That, I, I try it often, no. I try it often. Hey. Is that but yeah, does no, that make sense? that's yeah, that makes perfect sense, B. Um, okay, all right, cool. I'll take that. You know, there's like most of the time I associate bad habits with things that we don't uh, we don't feel like we control very much. You know, things like drinking and smoking. Um, you know, those are the the big ones uh, compared to good habits, which we don't have to force into our lives, but it feels like most of the time when we identify a good habit, it's something we do consciously. Um, I know for myself, uh, a good habit I've gotten into this year is I'll get up in the morning, I'll get up earlier for work or class or wherever I'm going, and I'll spend 20 to 30 minutes reading and um, uh, that's just a good habit I've tried to sort of adopt this year. Yeah, that is a that is a good habit. Uh, I love what, uh, the habit that I really like adopting is waking up early. Like it just gets everything going, and once you get everything done, it's still pretty early in the day, and it's yeah. it, it feels good. And once you sort of um, get your habits into like a routine, and then they become that subconscious um, activities that you do. What's that? What's that? What's that thing called like a habit? <laughs> no, what's that? What's that? Um, there's like a phrase. Routine? No. Uh, uh. <sighs> it's a Boris thing. Shout out to Boris Lukin. He was on a few <laughs> a few podcasts ago, a few moons ago. Um, the. You, now you lost me. Uh, uh, he was talking it. about it when you. Uh, he was talking about it when he teaches, when he taught us um, about how to talk to our patients about uh, putting in activities into their, you know, doing exercises and stuff. What was it? Subconsciously conscious or unconsciously conscious? Uh, something like that. I oh, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. Yeah. Now you got to feel um, the same. It's like consciously doing, consciously doing stuff, and then making it move from the conscious to the unconscious, like forming habits. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. I mean that that itself that itself is how habits are formed. Like I feel I feel like uh, what we're talking about is that we go from a conscious act and then eventually we do it so often it becomes unconscious and then it becomes part of us and the lessons that we incorporate from those um, activities get they basically intertwine our uh, our thought process. So and they it. become unconscious. Is that is that yes. what you're talking about? That's how I'm interpreting it right now. Yeah, yeah, I found it. It's called the four stages, or the yeah, the four stages of competence. Um, so you start off as unconscious and incompetent. So you do, you're not aware of what you're doing and you're doing it wrong, <laughs> and then you're conscious and incompetent. So you're aware of what you're doing wrong, but you don't know how to fix it. Then you become conscious and competent. So you're aware and you're fi- trying to fix it better, and then you become unconscious and competent. So you no longer aware of what you're doing because you're doing it better than the right oh, way that's really cool that i yeah i i think i missed that in the pod- i mean it was like i don't know if he talks about ago. it in the podcast but he he's definitely a, he definitely talks about it um, yeah for so me it's that definitely was eons a, ago so i'm not too sure but for that me sounds it's definitely like a really boris good. thing yeah that sounds really good it actually sounds really really good i might that, that i mean that makes sense that pretty much uh that's probably what i was trying to explain is that um, that in itself. I mean, I feel I feel that. Do you guys have any evidence of that within your own lives? 
Um, I I always sort of relate that back to uh, doing exercises and teaching people and patients about how to, um, you know, retrain their muscles and stuff like that. And, you know, that, that whole thing comes back to, like, walking like a duck, um, which I talk about all the time. You know, walking with your feet pointing outwards, it's it's quite a bad habit and causes a lot of bad postural issues. But if you're quite conscious of it and realize that you're doing it and try and straighten up and try and walk, a, you know, uh, walk straight, then once you form that better habit, you become unconsciously competent at walking at walking yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. i mean it's kind of like a posture posture is the same thing when people i think what, I, what i'm trying to do like not a lot of people aren't, aren't like oh, oh I'm, I'm like i'm hunched over i gotta fix it up what i've kind of done because my posture is really really bad and then my shoulders suffer because of it i've incorporated every now and then rolling you know uh, shout out to glennis by the way glennis savage um teaching us the whole uh rolling your shoulders back kind of thing you'd like touch your I know, I know, I know. That's what I'm trying to explain. It. I'm, about, I'm about to explain it. All right, you do this now. Nah. Um, you touch your, you get your fingers, touch shoulders, make like little wings, and then kind of roll, make a circle with your elbows. Is that is that a good explanation? You make circles with your elbows. Look at Tom. Uh, yeah, kind of. <laughs> Excuse me, my instructions were fantastic, Timothy. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe it. Your posture's terrible. Shut up. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, post- posture is a big thing um, for yes. having like bad habits and stuff. It's it's definitely something of the new generation. If you look at the older generation, their posture is, you know, quite amazing and it was drilled into them from school and wherever else, you know, they'll quickly tell you about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, posture is a massive thing. And especially in patients... And you're looking at people with back pain and hip pain and knee pain and, you know, all that stuff. So you, you assess their posture and have a look at what, how they stand comfortably because that's how they stand unconsciously. Yeah, because that, that ultimately affects every other part of their body, like their feet, their legs, everything else. It just if once When your posture is like in the wrong spot, your center of gravity is in where it shouldn't be, um, then it starts just affecting your feet, toes, I mean, be, I mean like everything, your legs. It's just all yeah. one, one side to the other. Um, and, you know, you can sort of you take that another step and talk about, um, you know, things like stress habits and stuff like that because, you know, a lot of that stress is caught up in your in your upper shoulders, in the gallbladder, liver channels. Um, it just rises straight up and stagnates all that chi. So, you know, and if you're constantly stressed and you can't get out of those type of habits, um, you know, it causes all that upper back tension, and then you get that back pain and you posture's bad and you know it's a vicious cycle yeah you just get stressed out more from the pain and all that um charlene i wanted to touch on something that you said earlier to remind you about because uh you were talking about the you just, you were about to talk about this thing that um one of your co-workers um was talking about about being conscious uh, about your habits and not being just mindless i did want to uh. see what you had to say about that so one of my co-workers, Evan, he's an acupuncturist as well. He runs a meditation class um, in Fitzroy and they talk a lot about being mindful um, of habits, I guess. He, talk, he says habits are really a bad thing because they're unconscious and they don't, I guess, you forget to assess what's going on in your life and if they're actually beneficial or not. So maybe you... Um, 
you've heard that an example of like a habit you've heard something is good for you and so you've kind of trained yourself to be in that habit it's like five years down the line is this habit still like a good habit for you so he says rather than like let's say it let's let's say like eating fruit and eating fruit in the morning or something or like taking a shit ton of vitamin c when you've got a common cold yeah or like people that (laughs) eat just vitamin c every day it's like um it's just become a habit and they just do it every day whether they need it or not so instead of kind of that unconscious like repeating habits he talks about being mindful and i think um nick you sent us a youtube video about this as well um just being aware yeah yeah um, it was a ted talk where your kind of habits are and if they're kind of relevant for you in the moment or where you are at yeah in that in that ted talk he was um i'll bring it up because i forgot his name uh he was talking no, no, no. Justin, uh, somebody. Like Here it is. Uh, he was talking about, yeah, being mindful of your habits. And they ran a study about smoking and how um, he, wa- he, was, he wasn't um, disencouraging smoking. He was just talking about if you were mindful about your bad habits, you will more than likely break them. Um, his name is Judson Brewer. A simple way to break a bad habit. It's quite a popular video. That's that's the reason I stumbled upon it. Um, but yeah, they run a study and he said, smoke, smoke all you want. Um, but when you do light up that cigarette, be mindful. Think about what you're feeling. Think about how it tastes, how it smells, what you're doing in that moment, how you feel. You know, Think about all these things and then come back and say, say to yourself, you know, sort of, do I really want this cigarette? And um, he posted a quote from one of his, one of the participants in the in the study that said, you know, when I when I went to smoke and I realised it smelt like um, smelt like trash and tasted like dirty cheese or something like that. Um, so you know, she was starting to associate that with some really disgusting bad things, and you know, it, it comes back to association and whatever else, but. Yeah, just being mindful of you know both bad habits and good habits is is a massive thing. Yeah, that goes back to what Charlene was saying about um, being mindful during during habits. I mean, for me personally, out of my own experience, um, even the sleeping early thing. After a while, after you do it for like a long period of time, eventually you just don't really notice the changes anymore because you're not really I'm, I wasn't really being mindful about you know oh I felt good because if it felt like this it felt like this it just became an unconscious thing that I was doing and eventually it didn't really do much for me anymore but that was just because of um probably now I'm thinking about it probably because I was mindless about it and everything like that is it's um it's a really interesting point that you guys put up yeah but you know? sleeping sleeping habits is a massive thing um and yeah. we always talk about yeah, sleep habits and sleep hygiene and, you know, all that stuff. So go back and listen to that podcast too because that was a good one. That was a really good <laughs> one. I'm very proud of that. We reference that all the time about we're talking about sleep. Because I just talk, I can talk till the cows come home about sleep and sleep hygiene. Till the cows jump over the moon? That That's it. I that, think it was sheep, wasn't it? No. No, the, the cow, cow jump, jump over the moon. moon. Why, does, why does the cow jump over the moon? 
Bro, I don't know. Because he's we a cow. We're going to sleep. Does it matter? Like, could you imagine if a cow jumped over the moon? And the fish ran away with the spoon. Did the fish? Oh. No. Yeah. Is it? Was it a fish? No. <laughs> no, it doesn't sound right, but it rhymes. It does rhyme. Dish. No, it's dish. No, it's, yo, the it's dish, dish. ran away it's with dish. the spoon. The Not dish. the fish. Yeah. The dish. Not the fish. The dish. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, that spoon straight up will kill the fish. Straight up. Um, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I don't even know Um, So The other thing I was going to talk about Yeah Is sleeping habits Uh, They're They're vitally important To You know Everyday life Um, I noticed that In uni Towards the end End Couple years I was Just like you said B uh, With yourself You know I was waking up earlier And I noticed That as A good habit Because You know I could get in more study time And really focus down And then Spend my other time, you know, spend it with Lorinda and doing other activities that, you know, I could do with my time because I don't have to ch- channel that into studying. So identifying these good habits is a good way to break down time and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I do remember when I started to wake up earlier because there was a point of time where I just straight up just started waking up, just started waking up earlier to, as a as a habit I tried to adopt. And... I started, you, know, you guys know how I'm chronically late. I started becoming on, <laughs> I started coming, uh, coming on time and I'm like, we've hey. Noticed, we've is, noticed, we appreciate yeah, it. We're like, hey, I started coming on time for once. I'm like, oh, this feels good. I, I, I kind of like this a little bit, but you know what? It's, yeah. So um, I do remember like some changes like that were just like immediate when we, I started waking up early and um, it felt good. I mean, I've always been a bad sleep habit kind of guy. And one, some of the things that I remember that I kind of just listed down in my notes was um, I did feel a low level of energy, uh, some low mood, uh, some irritability, um, even a low libido too, or a high libido due to like um, some mental health stuff. Maybe we'll talk about that. Yeah, no, uh, that's something I... Where was this going? <laughs> no, no, it's either a super high or super low. It depends. It's anyway. Fair enough. So not no, a no, healthy libido. Not a healthy, that's probably okay. a better description. Not a healthy libido. Um and also your performance at work Thanks for sharing Overall lower Hey, I mean, look <laughs> It's in my notes <laughs> we're, an honest, we're an honest podcast you know? yeah. Honest, open There you go so that's Something it. I noticed when everyone was talking about their habits Is like A lot of the habits that you said that were good Was it sets you up to do something productive Or it helps like future you become better Like when you guys mentioned about like sleep hygiene Sure, you might have to sleep earlier so you don't so get to watch your show. But, like, you get to be more productive the next day. You get to wake up early. Be's not late as much. Like, that sort of stuff. Is that is that what you consider a good habit compared to previous oh, habits yeah. or whatever? Yeah. yeah I, yeah, I <laughs> All no, right. Actually say something important. No, um, I... Don't know what I was going to say. Oh, <laughs> very, very well put. You had thank it you, there. I saw it. Uh, it's association is, I think, the big key that we're talking about here. Tom is mm-hmm. putting, you know, good hab- good good habits and good things together with being productive and being better. Because uh, we, you know, obviously associate bad habits with doing bad things. 
Yeah, I think but I think that, again, that's, like, that's the definition of the word good and bad. Yes, <laughs> we've very, just described very, like over the last thirty minutes. I, lo- I love the multiple iterations of good and bad that you mm-hmm. just put in. Yeah, you know, it's something that is good. Exactly. Wait, shall to put it? Charlie, you recently read uh, the book Atomic Habits, correct? Yes, because it was a recommendation. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what a recommendation! Uh, did you did you end up finding anything useful from the book, or like anything useful that you could, willing to share with people who haven't listened to the book, or that you've learned in yourself? Um, I think so. Actually, the one thing that stood out to me is that doing something little, even if it's one percent, like good habits compound, and so you might not see the benefits like right away of doing it, but like basically, like in a year, you're going to be in surplus with bad habits. You might not see the direct um, detriment or whatever to you right this moment, but then in a year, like you're kind of in the negatives, um, to put it simply. Because you've read the book too. Yes. Yes, I have. <laughs> that's how I recommended it to you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought that that's the thing. Like, I thought it was um, a really interesting concept that we just kind of forget about. We talk about, you know, trying to create these habits, but it's a long-term thing and it's not just like, oh, I'm going to be in this habit tomorrow. And I think that's what disheartens people about mm-hmm. habits. Yeah, no, 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 yeah, no, for yeah. sure, definitely. <laughs> yes. No, 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 I was making faces. So like, no, I was making faces about random. the time. I, I didn't start a timer, and I don't know where we were at. Uh, we're, yeah, we got like... <laughs> yeah, oh, it's okay, um, But the other the question I was going to put to you is, when you guys said that you wanted to sleep, how did you kind of go about trying to form that habit or trying to change the habit of staying up late? Uh, I just set an alarm for 6.30 or 5 o'clock, whatever, 5.30, whatever it was, and woke up. Like I, I still stay up late now. <laughs> yeah, and wake up early. It's I, I do that too. The staying up late bit too. is really bad, but you know I'm a morning worm and Lorinda's a night owl, so I just yeah. I so you just, just sit in the bottom it. and I just yeah just go with it. <laughs> yeah, I've um I think I've touched on this in another podcast about how to form uh good uh, sleeping habits. I think the one thing that uh, I, I was really recommended. Again, I've, this is probably like the fifth time I've mentioned this. Um, I have a alarm that is set every day, no matter what. And if you um, if you go to sleep late and then wake up and you're tired, it's a way that you can be held accountable for not keeping up that habit. So then it, it motivates you to go to sleep early that next day, and then um, you know start fresh. And then that's how you can kind of reset your body clock. Um, after a while, it does, it, there is a little transitioning period of just like, ugh glugginess and feeling like real tired and lethargic but then eventually your body sh- your body clock shifts and now naturally um because i put my alarm for about 7 45 it's not as early as i'd like it to be but it's still earlier than it used to be um but naturally my latest waking up time is about 8 30 um so I, I i like that a lot better and it doesn't have to be like it doesn't have to be early but it's you know as long as it's better than what it was um you know if in your schedule if your day doesn't actually start till 12 o'clock just waking up at 6 a.m because that's you know sort of what you heard on this podcast or whatever isn't is not necessarily beneficial you know if if staying in you know staying in bed and asleep till eight o'clock in the morning 
fits in your schedule. It's not necessarily early, but it's still, you know, having waking up earlier than what maybe you would have if, you know, in your normal schedule. Say you wake up at 11.30, rush out of bed, rush out of bed, jump in the shower, get out, go to work, um, be at work by 12 o'clock sort of thing. But if you, you know, if you dial that back and say you wake up at 9.30 even, and then you've got time to sort of wake up and do some morning routine or, you know, those type of things, take some time out of the day for you, for yourself. Um, that's that's all about building the habits. Yeah, yeah. Um, what was it? Oh, damn it, I had something that, I had a really good point and I just completely forgot it. Um Oh yeah, how do you guys feel? How do you guys feel about um, you know when you wake up late? I don't know if I'm the only one, but any any time I wake up late, and late being past nine thirty, for me nine thirty or ten, that's late for me anyway. Um, you know if you if that's not you, then by all means. But if you guys wake up late, do you feel a lethar- uh, just a definite lethargy or or like low energy, or do you feel a type of way? Yeah, I I do for sure. I like lack of motivation to do anything because you woke up so late sort of feeling or yeah yeah no that that's that's the i think that's a part of it yeah it depends how much i think i feel i need to sleep um, yeah so that's sort of what i'm dependent on like if i felt like you know i've had a big week or whatever and i needed that 10 o'clock wake up um then uh no matter what sort of i do in the day it still feels somewhat refreshing um, but that's sort of just me personally yeah, you're about to say something, Tim. I want to see what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, I was just going to be like, yeah, for me at least, like if, let's say I set my alarm clock, like I have the whole day free and I set my alarm for like 8, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, whatever, early and I hit like pause or like stop on the alarm and I sleep till like 10 o'clock. It's like, it, it, set, it sets my whole day to be like, you've already like started day late and you're going to be late for everything. So just sort of like give up and everything and just don't do anything. <laughs> well, that's really sad, man. <laughs> that's so yeah, sad. But, it's, but, but he's, yeah. he's right. It's easy to fall into those, that mindset. Um, and um, coming back to, I think I was talking about this a couple of episodes ago, you know, creating those, creating those bad habits of falling into that mindset. Ah, I think it was the autumn podcast where we were talking about, um, uh, the change in seasons and going, f- you know, breaking those those good habits that you set in summer because it's it's quite moving, it's quite young, and then you sort of enter that into the autumn where it's starting to become more yin and you become more conserving. Um, so that's yeah, not breaking those good habits that you formed in summer while the weather's good, and carrying those all the way through winter, um, through the through the shit months, you know, through those cold and dreary. So, yeah, you're definitely right. It's it's all about uh, breaking that mindset and forming the the better habits for your life. What, yeah. what are some good ways to form habits? Now that you talked about like forming good habits or like getting rid of the bad ones, what are some ways that makes it easier to be like, hey, this is like, this is how I would do the habits now because it's it's so much easier for me to do or like getting rid of bad ones. Oh, I was gonna say. Um, get someone else involved to keep you accountable. Um, when I basically started working full-time at the beginning of the year, I needed to sleep earlier. So my brothers and I started this mini competition of like who could keep the habit or I guess trying to form these habits. 
and every day or like every second day they'd be like did you go to sleep early or I'd ask them like if they did their habit and I think it kind of just like um, helps if you get someone else involved so not all the responsibility is on you to remove you accountable. Yeah, I think that's a good. I think that's a good. Um, it's a good way to s- start these. You know, because even if you forget about that habit or s- start to fall out of the good habit, there's somebody else there to say like, oh, like you know, to remind you or to just sort of kickstart you. And we all love that good competition. <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna? Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. Most definitely. Um. um uh, I thought, uh, well, something that I thought that might be a good way to, a good place to start is to have a good foundation of, um, to start the habit. So, you know, first start, uh, it might be, it might be a little bit redundant because your the habit that you might want to incorporate might contribute to having a better foundation. But, um, I feel like having, um, oh, just try to take care of yourself the best, the best way as you can. Um, and that's what's, what's in already in your control and just keeping that afloat and then just working out a piece and piece at a time. Um, I think yeah, that's, that's more it. of like a, more of a, like an overall idea rather than how to incorporate yeah. um, habits. But and don't beat yourself yeah. up about it. Uh, just going on by what you're saying there, be, you know, if you, if you don't do those good habits, you know, say you're doing, uh, say you want to like start doing push ups every day. So you start with five and you know you start on a tuesday or whatever but then you get to friday and you're like Ugh, whatever don't beat yourself up about not accomplishing those goals that you set because you know we're all human and i think that's a good thing to take into our practice as well and when we're talking to our patients about you know setting better habits and breaking the old ones to sort of get better you know just remember that we're all human and we all not make mistakes but we all can't keep up with everything so yeah, you know, don't beat yourself up about it and just keep going on what you're doing and get back into the swing of things, you know. There's always always tomorrow. Yeah, I think that's a good point to make too. It's like, like let's say that you had, like you've done a habit for 100 days and then you screw up and you're like, oh, I've screwed up. There's no point anymore. Like my streak is over. If you think about it in terms of like percentage-wise, you've only screwed up once out of like 100 days. So that's like 1%. So if you keep going, your streak will be like 99% or above 90 is easy. So it's like comparing your successes to your losses is like, hey, one loss is nothing if you think about it that way. Whereas you've, you've done it so far for so long and so well, that's like, hey, don't give up. Don't give yeah, in. it comes back to the one percenters that Charlene was talking about before. Um, I had this this thought earlier in the week because uh, I was you know thinking about business and stuff like that. You know that the the first percent is just as important as the last percent in your one hundred. It's worth the exact same amount. You know, so yeah, keep chucking away at those one percenters, and you'll eventually get there. They're all worth the same. We touched on um, sleep uh, a lot. Um, uh, we we just touched on it, did we? <laughs> Sorry, we just, we just, we you swam woke me up from my sleep. sleep to well, talk we about swam sleep. into sleep um, mm-hmm. a bit. Uh, I wanted to talk uh, just quickly before we run out of time. Uh, we still got a few minutes. Eating is probably uh, another habit that a lot of people try to kick. 
uh, trying to up, keep up a oh, sorry, try to keep up a good habit of eating a good diet or like eating fruits more more nutritious stuff. But some people can't really keep the habit of you know their sugar or their their unhealthy you know the the sneaky the sneaky macas every now and then like un- understandable. Um, do do you guys have uh, any anything to say about any like food uh, food habits? Maybe about your own, let's say. Yeah, it's a it's a big thing because um, you know we obviously and that uh, that TED talk guy talks about it. Uh, Judson, odd name. We'll Judson talks it's a weird name. Yeah, I've never heard of it. No, it's a weird um, name. Yeah, he talks about it in that in that talk that he does, and he talks about obviously associating sadness and being angry or whatever with eating cake and ice cream and you know these types of things. So it makes you feel better. So you obviously associating. You know, food with feeling good, and you know that's that's where that lot of that overeating comes from. That's a and positive feedback loop, isn't that right? Yeah, that's right. And uh, a lot of that, you know, a lot of the time we talk about or we think about food, and we all we, well, my mind goes to um, uh, the sort of the anorexia and the bad eating type of things. Um, you know, just when we're talking about diet and stuff like that or but there's you know the other side of it which is the overeating and which is a serious it's it's a serious condition um the the stress eating the overeating the emotional it can be quite eating. obsessive yeah yeah and that emotional eating um there is also there is also another avenue called uh overeaters anonymous or something oh um do explain there, I heard it on the radio the other day, and there's a TV show. It's a stupid TV show. <laughs> it's on Netflix. Uh, of course it is. Yeah, stupid. On MTV um, or something? No, no, no. It's on Netflix. It's, oh. it's about this girl that she used to be overweight, and then she lost all this weight, and then she becomes like into beauty pageants, and then she has all these eating yeah. disorder problems. Um, but the main thing about it is that overeating is just as serious as... You know, being um, being anorexic or bulimic, you know that they got to be kept, you know, in that same bubble because they're quite serious. And yeah, there's an Overeaters Anonymous in Melbourne because I heard it on the radio. Right. Now, a lot of people wouldn't realize that they're they're overeating themselves because, like, most people do look at um, you know anorexia or your uh, your what was it your other eating disorders that are more related to um, either just too much oh yeah well too much food in general or not enough food um some overeaters uh it can it can link to so many things like what nick said you know emotional level or even um even just uh because of the way that like their their childhood was i know i know someone specifically that um they overeat because we i mean people in my family all overeat because we were told to finish everything in our bowl uh, and that can, and even if we feel sick we'll still eat it you know I, I i think i think we most of us can can relate that kind of thing it's like finish your food mm-hmm. yeah yeah sure. it, it comes back to like a respect thing but i think it comes back to being mindful of what's going on so if you use like um excessive or like you're under eating just be aware of what your body is telling you when you are doing these behaviors and then um yeah you can decide where to go from there i think 
Yeah, it's, it, it's totally true. Because, like, I, I mean, now uh, having a... I wouldn't say I'm, I, I did overeat, but as I became more conscious about my eating, I realized it's really hard to tell for, sometimes for me when I'm hungry and when I'm not hungry. And I think a lot of maybe some of our listeners or even you guys can relate where you can't even you can't even hone in on the feeling of being hungry. It's just you, it, yeah, no, yeah, we'll have a split deficiency hard. <laughs> um, no appetite whatsoever. It's a thing, but it's just it, like I, I have to I have to stop for a second. And like if someone's like, oh, do you want to eat? I have to stop in my tracks and like really focus on being mindful about my body and just being like, okay. Am I hungry? Uh, what's some sign? Am I tired? Like, what's some signs that I'm hungry? I'm, I'm not exactly like my stomach's not rumbling, but I'm tired. Maybe I do, yeah. oh, and I'm moody. Maybe I do need to eat, kind of thing. But the actual I've also had. Yeah. I've, oh, sorry, sorry. No, 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 therapy, no, no, But no, I've no, also no. had like a uh, quite a few patients that say they eat out of habit. Um, you know, they only eat breakfast and lunch because that's sort of they they don't want to eat, but they know they have to eat. And Is that, that good that's or quite is that a bad? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask as well. Do you uh, think that's I, a good I habit? think it's a bad thing, um, only because you're you're not eating to fill the need. Um, you're not hungry. You don't have an appetite. That's is, is normally the 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 pattern that goes along with it. It's normally like a liver spleeny type of pattern is what I'm seeing. Um, and yeah, they're just not eating because they're hu- like they're not eating for hunger. They're just eating because well, you know, you don't eat. You don't. Sh- <laughs> you don't eat, you don't shit, you die, is what I was always <laughs> told as a kid. Um, <laughs> that's that's just, a unique thing. You know, that is such a unique thing. It's, it's just what I was always told as a kid. You know, But they, they have that sort of mindset of, it's breakfast time, I better eat. It's lunchtime, I better eat. But they don't have that appetite. They don't have the spleen saying like, oh, I need some energy. You know, it's all just, it's all just lying low. See, I kind I kind of like the habit thing. I do like the habit because, like, uh, as someone that doesn't re- you really have an appetite a lot of the time, ish nowadays. I don't know why, but uh, sticking to looking at the time, like, oh, it's time to eat. I I don't forget. Like, I don't forget to eat because that can I can be swept up by everyday habits, and then all of a sudden I'm feeling getting moody. I'm like yelling at people, and I look at the time. I realize my last meal was six hours ago. Have a Snickers bar. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks, Nick. Appreciate that. Lo- I love Snickers bars. My favorite. I'd smash the Snickers. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we should talk about, yeah, overeating, Nick, that you the bad habit that you were just talking about, eating with stress. Like, well, yeah, what I was going to say, B, um, is that eating for survival is not, a, like, I would prefer to uh, boost my appetite in those type of patients and really get the body sort of not wanting food, but really getting it sort of going, you know, because if you don't have that appetite, obviously something's lacking. So, you know, kickstart that, kickstart your digestive, kickstart the spleen and the stomach to say like, oh, what's going on? You know, like, let's eat some good stuff. And that's where I go with it. Yes, it's a good habit that you're eating because of time, but less of a good habit because you're not eating for, um, for the need. I feel like it's like a cyclical kind of like relation. Cause it's like, if you don't have an appetite, you don't eat. And if you don't eat, you're not supporting your body, AKA your spleen and everything starts to suffer. So it's like, it kind of, it kind of works. It works really in a, in a funny way. Um, because if, you, if you're eating at time, then you're always supplying your spleen, even if it's like deficient and not actually giving you an appetite. Um, so 
of course, definitely, I'd like to say that, yeah, appetite is 100% like super important to um, the forming of the habit, but also uh, relying on time to to set that habit too, I feel like isn't too bad either. Yeah. So I'm also, hope, yeah, uh, sorry, you guys. I was just going to say, I was just going to segue into the end here. I want to hear what Tim said oh, wait, nah, It was definitely not a seg. It was a segue to another 50 minutes Definitely that <laughs> that's, in the, that's in the editor's cut well, Okay, alright My segue was speaking of Supplying your spleen It's time to supply our spleens And as always Thank you for listening to the Forever Young podcast <laughs> Don't forget to follow us On Facebook and Instagram And join our Facebook discussion group yeah 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 join it because um, there's crickets yeah, there's crickets in there because we'd like to hear about your good habits and how you've made them or let us know and and or if you want to be held accountable and put your habits in there and we'll we'll stick you to and it. as always we're the forever young podcast and we'll hear from you next time bye bye, bye. bye.